miracles back there today. We're excited about what God's doing in our children's ministries and our youth ministries. And well, I'm so excited that you're here. I love uh, starting a new year. I love anticipating what God is going to do in an upcoming year. It's always great to look back and see, you know, kind of what 2016 held, but uh, the excitement is even greater for what God wants to do in 2017. I believe that he's preparing his bride to come back and get her, and uh, it's just cool to see the preparation that he's making, the lives that are being changed people that are fully committing themselves and their families to God's purpose, uh, and that's, that's so cool. Uh, we're starting, I, I tell you, I don't know how many of you were here last week, but uh, uh, every once in a while we let some of our other staff preach and share with you, and, and uh, I, I'm going to have to stop. I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to stop letting our, our staff preach on Sunday mornings, because every time one of them preaches... I, Un, it's an unbelievable amount of people come up to me and say, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your job. And I understand that they preach better than me. I understand that probably everybody in this world preaches better than me. You could probably preach better than me. Uh, but uh, it is what it is, and I'm preaching today, and so I'm glad you're here. And I'm never going to let Hunter or Daniel preach again. So I'm kidding. Wasn't that awesome, those of you that were here? Wow. I'm just going, who in the world, whose kid is that? Where did that come from? But we are so blessed. We have an incredible staff, and uh, we've been planning for and preparing for 2017 together. We're starting a brand new message series this week that I'm so excited about, and it's simply called You Decide. Don't you like it when you get to decide? Huh? When, when somebody else is not making the decisions for us, but we actually have a say in the matter? And so over the next several weeks, we're going to be uh, talking about making some decisions uh, in preparation of going in 2017. Uh, but I, I want you to think about it as we go into this. You are basically today who you are based on the decisions that you've made in the past. You know that? Who you are today... And where you're at and what's going on in your life is basically a result of decisions that you've made before. And, and that's so true. Uh, you are uh, where you're at because you've decided, made decisions that have influenced where you're at. Now, there's some things that we have no control over. But for the most part, you're married to the person you chose. <laughs> right? I mean, you picked them. Did anybody have a prearranged marriage? I mean, we just don't do that anymore. I'll trade you a camel and a goat for my son. You know, we don't, we don't do that. You know, you, you chose where you're going to be today. You chose to be here. But the question is this, who are you going to be tomorrow? Who will you be tomorrow? Because the decisions that you make today will determine who you are tomorrow. The decisions that you make today will determine what you're going to do tomorrow. You see, our decisions affect what happens in our, our lives. And so for the next few weeks, we're going to talk about some decisions that we need to make. 
We're going to talk about some decisions that are out there for every single one of us, and we're going to focus on those over the next several weeks. Now, some of those decisions are going to determine and affect what 2017 looks like for you. Some of the decisions that you choose to make are going to determine how your year goes for you and for your family and for the church even. Now, to get us started today, I want you to do this. I want you to imagine something with me, if you will. All right, I don't want everybody to put on your thinking cap, your imagination cap this morning. I want you to think about this for just a moment. I want you to think or imagine that everybody loves you. All right? Everybody thinks that you are the greatest thing since sliced bread. There is, you can't do anything wrong, and everybody thinks that you're just absolutely incredible. I want you to imagine that for just a moment. Now, how did that feel? I hope you enjoyed it because it's never going to happen, right? <laughs> it's never going to be that way. The only way it's ever going to be that way is if you imagine it or, or you dream it. Now, uh, uh, it, it's impossible. No matter what we do, it's impossible for us to please everybody and, and to make everybody happy. Now, I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine something that can happen. And I believe with all my heart that God uh, wants this to happen. Imagine this. Imagine being so consumed with pleasing God that the approval of other people doesn't even matter at all to us. And we are so consumed with pleasing Him that we don't really care about what everybody else is thinking. I, I want you to imagine that. Imagine waking up every single day with a passion. Waking up every single day knowing you have a purpose in your life. Knowing deep down that you are doing what you were created to do. Imagine waking up to that every single day. And because of that, you don't let the approval of other people distract you. When we wake up with a passion and a purpose for Him, we won't let, allow other people's opinions distract us from what we're doing. Can you imagine that? Okay, then. Nobody, no one can. I can imagine it, it being like that. Not only is that possible, but I believe that that's what God wants for every single one of us, is to live passionately for his purpose. And, and it's, it's the decision that I'm going to encourage every single one of you, every single one of us today to make, and that's to decide this, that we are going to decide to choose our purpose over popularity. This is the decision that we're going to be called to make today. We're going to decide whether we are going to live out our purpose for God or we're going to choose popularity over that. And, and here's the deal. The problem for so many people today is that we're too concerned about what other people think about us. We, we did a series on this quite a while back talking about uh, the comparison trap. And, and, and it's simply that. It, it, it's a trap. And if we don't know the purpose for our lives, if we don't know God's purpose for our lives, if we don't know what we were created to do, you know, what we tend to do is this. We tend to allow other people to define who we are. 
We tend to allow other people to define what our purpose is because we're listening to them and we're allowing them to, to affect and, and impact what we're doing. And so, you know, we, we ask all these questions like, you know, do I fit in with everybody else? Do you like my clothes? Do you like the style of my clothes? Do you like my hair? I don't even like my hair. So if you like my hair, you're weird. All right. But, you know, we, we're so worried about what everybody thinks about us uh, in, in the world. And before long, without even realizing it, we're living our lives. Think about it. We're living our lives for the approval of other people because we're so consumed by what they think about us, by how we look, how we, how we act, how we dress, what we live in, what we drive. And we get so consumed with that that we're living for the approval of other people and we're allowing other people to define us and define our life's purpose. Okay, We try to find our meaning in what other people think about, and we forget that God created us for a divine purpose. He created us for a divine purpose. And, and if you know your purpose, you know, if you want to know your purpose, don't ask other people. If you want to know what your purpose is, look at what God says your purpose is. So kind of our, our main thought for today is this, living your life, for the approval of others will keep you from living out God's purposes for you. It will. Anytime we're consumed with what people think, with what people think about us, we have a tendency to forget what God thinks about us. And that's what is most important, is understanding what God thinks about us. And as long as we're consumed with the approval of people, we won't be living for the purposes of God. So I want to challenge you today to decide, to make a decision. You decide. You decide today if you're going to choose popularity or purpose. It's going to be your choice. I can't make it for you. Only you can make that. You decide, popularity or purpose. And I want to give you a great example of this from the Bible this morning. It's from Moses. A lot of you know the story of Moses. It's a, a, just an incredible story in the Old Testament. We learn about him. But I want to look at what the author of the book of Hebrews says about him over in the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 11. If you have your Bibles and want to turn over there, uh, we're going to have the verses on the Bible correct this morning. The first service didn't have them correct. Uh, my bad. I typed them in wrong. But uh, Hebrews chapter 11 is where we're going to be. And, and, and in case you don't know the story of Moses, I, I want to give you kind of a brief history, a brief synopsis uh, of Moses. Moses was a guy that was born a slave. He was born a Hebrew slave. Okay, and, 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 but the, it, long story short, he was basically adopted into uh, a royal family. He was adopted into Pharaoh's family, and so it was kind of royalty. Uh, Moses was born into poverty, he was born into slavery, but he ended up living in royalty. And even though he could have chosen a life of comfort, this is the whole story, just of, of what we get from Moses. Even though he could have chosen a life of comfort, instead he chose his calling. He chose his calling over comfort. He chose purpose over popularity. And I want to look at what the writer in Hebrews says, chapter 11, starting at verse 24. Verse 24 and 25 says uh, this, By faith Moses, when he had grown up, he refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So what did he do? He chose 
He decided. He made a decision, right? He decided to be mistreated along with the people of God rather to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. And then verse 26 goes on to say, He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ, don't miss this, as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. Why? Don't miss this. Because he was looking ahead to what? He was looking ahead to his reward. So what did he do? He decided to choose purpose over popularity. He decided to follow his calling over comfort. Right? Now, when we start thinking about our purpose that God created for us, some people wig out. All right? Because some people... I mean, they're just extreme in everything. And so you start talking about you were created for one thing and, you know, God's purpose and and all this. And and so, you know, people are like, oh, my goodness, then I need to quit my job and become a missionary and move to a third world country and, you know, not wear any shoes and and fast for 40 days. You know, and and you just some people just wig out when you start talking about what God's purpose is. I need to quit my job and become a preacher. You know, I need to do this. I need to do that and all that. Because, uh, you know, they feel like that's, that would be God's purposes for them to be just totally 100% committed to serving Him. But for a lot of people, here's the deal. God's purpose is for you to be where you're at. God's purpose uh, for you uh, is to live day to day, all right, to live your life moment to moment as God's representative. And that's your purpose, It may not be moving to a third world country. Your purpose may be just going to work tomorrow and serving as God's representative. Representing him wherever you're at, whether it's at school, the workplace, the senior citizens, wherever it may be. Your purpose tomorrow would be to represent him. You may be talking with someone at work tomorrow and they may be sharing with you they're going through a really difficult situation. And at that moment, you realize and you understand My purpose right now is to encourage this person. My purpose right now is to encourage them through Christ. As Christ's representative, my purpose in this moment is to be an encourager. uh, Your purpose may be to, to be a voice of hope for someone, to be a voice of reason for someone. You may see someone who has a need, and you may understand and realize, you know what, my purpose right now is to help that person with their need. I have exactly what it is